Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi everyone and welcome to another edition of Leadership Revealed. Now this topic is really, really close to my heart because if any of you guys have seen me on YouTube or any of my channels, then you'll know that I'm a very, very big and avid reader, especially of books. Not so much of the Audible and I'm going to go into the reasons why um, in a minute, but I love, 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 love reading books. I've probably got over a thousand books shared between my home office and an office I have at work. I used to have at work. I've actually given that to uh, somebody else now, but my books are still there. And there's several reasons why I love reasons, uh, love reasons, love reading, and I'm going to go through those. But just to give you a bit of an indication about how it's helped me in my business, is that um, I was never a good reader back at school. Never liked it. Never stuck in at it. Any excuse not to. I used to skim read things. It was terrible. I was absolutely terrible at reading. But as soon as I sort of left. The education system and got into full-time employment first of all working for my dad and then for, for somebody else I still didn't particularly enjoy reading and I felt um, at one point when I went back into education I had to read not just because I had to because of education but because I felt as though I had to expand my mind in some way shape or form I can categorically say I remember the day I picked up a book and made, made it a habit of reading and I can put so much benefit of me, my business and my mind down to reading or starting reading at that particular time. I'm reading around about, oh, I'm a bit slow at the minute, so probably about a book a fortnight. But, you know, last year and the year before was a book a week. No problem. Absolutely no problem. Sometimes, depending on the size, a couple of books a week. That's on top of the, the, the research I do and the reading I do on the Internet and, and when I'm doing any of my degrees. So the, the benefits for me in my business has been astronomical. It has been huge. It's not even close. It's, it's that much in favour of, of reading. Um, I don't read as often as I like because of various things going on in the business and you've got other things. But one thing I always do is I make time for it. Be that first thing in the morning before everybody's up or last thing at night or just a quick 20 minutes, half an hour during lunch when everybody's out and the phone calls are a lot, lot less. One of the things that you have to do is make time for reading because it will be so low down on your priority list when something else comes up. It could be you've got to pay a bill. It could be you've got to take a dog for a walk. It could be anything. I guarantee unless you love reading, unless you really, really connect with the whole reading thing, then you're going to choose that other, that other aspect and that other action to take, which is a crying shame because when I go through the benefits of what reading does and what it brings to you, um, you know, I think a lot of people are missing out on this. One of the reasons my business is where it is is because of reading. Now, the way I read is is um, is very simple, or the the, the myth mythology behind it is very simple. I will read two or three what I call business books, and that is where I'm learning something. It could be on marketing, it could be on sales, it could be on a biography of a, a famous business person, and I take some nuggets and stuff from what, what they've done. It could be a, a big reader on the dummies books. I think they're fantastic. They really, really do dumb down um, a subject or a topic. And then if you like that subject or topic, then you can go into the more depth things. 
So for instance, you know, if you want to pick on something like psychology or you want to pick on influence techniques or something like that, there are many basic books out there that will give you the underlying information. And if it resonates or you find it even more interesting, then you can go get the more complicated books, which stands to reason. You don't want to go on it like degree level if you don't understand the basics. So that, that's what, what helps me out. And then once I've read three sort of businessy books, then what I'll do is I'll read um, what I call a fun book. Now, they're all fun. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like pleasure and pain or pain and pleasure in this regard. It's a little bit of a, a carrot um, that if I will read some three books that I'll learn something from and I can implement stuff into the business, um, then I'll read something that's non-business related. But believe it or not, over the last probably four or five years, even when I get those that, to the fourth book where I can read what I want, I don't, I don't read Harry Potter. I don't read, you know, a Clancy novel or a James Herbert novel or anything like that. I will generally read more business books because I really, really, really enjoy them. And that is just the way my mind works. I enjoy learning about business. I enjoy learning about people growing. You know, I might read one on, you know, Richie McCoy, who's a very famous um, New Zealand rugby captain. Or I might read one on uh, Jim Henson and the Muppets, something like that, which, again, you could argue is a little bit business related. It's definitely on leadership, certainly for the Richie McCaw one, which was a fantastic book. So I've evolved myself into thinking I had to force myself to read three business books, even though I enjoyed it, in order to get a little bit of a, a pleasure book. And it just happens that, that I, I really enjoy reading those business books just pretty much all, all the year round. So I've got seven reasons why you should read more. Now, the first one is it reduces stress. You know, if I'm sitting down, it's it's always in a, a quiet environment. The kids are outside or they're upstairs playing. The missus might have some, you know, t her TV on, it's on low, and I can just read, and it really reduces my stress. If it's first thing in the morning, it's just how I like to set the day up. So, you know, take the dog for a walk, have my breakfast, then I'll read a book for 15, 20 minutes, maybe, maybe half an hour. And that reduces the stress, if I've got any, which I, I, I tend to be quite fortunate and not suffer from stress. But it really, really gets me set up for the day. Or at the end of the day, if I've got something in my mind and I want to relax and just get it out there and, and, and just read, 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 then I'll read a, a book and it can sort of reduce the stress levels and reduce what I'm thinking about. So I'll get a good night's sleep. The second thing is it enhances my memory. So I will remember, I always say I'm, uh, I'm not that clever, but I'm really good in a quiz. And it will enhance my memory because I'll pick up little nuggets about um, general knowledge, information about how this company started, how they ran the company, what was his next move, so-and-so bought so-and-so out, what this strategy is, what that tactic is, you know, the law appertaining to this, etc., etc. So one of the things I like to, to do is, is just, when I read, is try and remember things. I don't skim read it. One of the worst things you can do is skim read a book because it's a little bit like when you used to cram for an exam the night before. You'll cram it in, you'll remember it for about the next 24, 48 hours, week at tops, and then you'll forget it again. What's the point of reading a book if you're going to forget the information? Yes, there's the there and now it's that little short adrenaline hit of, of understanding the book and that, that pleasure hit, if you like. But surely you want to remember the book and you want to remember the information contained in it. One of the, one of the advantages of having a great memory when you read is that you can talk to people about things. You never know when somebody might bring up in a conversation about rugby and you say, oh, did you read uh, Joe Marler's book or Richie McCaw's, Lawrence Delalio's got a good book, Johnny Wilkinson's book is absolutely fantastic. If you're not a rugby fan, those names will mean absolutely nothing to you, but if you are, you'll know what I'm talking about. So by having a great memory, it enhances the ability to have really good conversations with people. 
you know, you don't want to come across as a, a, a Billy bullshitter or a, or a know-it-all, but just being able to sort of go into a conversation with somebody is incredibly important. Third reason is it gives you mental stimulation. So there have been studies on this. Again, if you just search on the internet, there's, there's, I think I came across three studies that it actually reduces Alzheimer's and dementia. Because when you think about it, the brain is a muscle. And by keeping the muscle active, you're keeping it useful. Um, there is a really good book called The Talent Code by uh, Daniel Coyne. And in it, or Coyle, and in it, he talks about something called myelinization. And I've spoke about this in previous podcasts, so I'm not going to go into too great depth. And effectively, what it does is it's a bit like a use it or lose it scenario. If you use your brain after you finish work or in terms of retirement age or after you, you stop stimulating it, if you keep on using it, like learn a new skill, maybe you learn a new language, learn to play the guitar, you learn, um, you read a lot. If you keep learning and learning and learning, you tend not to lose your brain function and capacity and capability. It tends to stay active. So because it's a muscle, you use it or you lose it. So it's really, really important from a mental stimulation point of view. The fourth thing is it has a vocabulary expansion. It expands the words that you use. It allows you to understand things, especially I'll take myself as an example. If I'm reading something and they'll use a, a couple of words that I don't understand, I don't just skim over it. I want to know the context. I want to understand the words. So I'll get my phone out and I'll Google it. And it's amazing how many words that you can get to understand just by reading one book. It could be half a dozen, maybe ten, depending on the book, of course. It could be half a dozen or, or, or ten, uh, ten words that you now understand, you can now use in a conversation, you can now um, use in an email or context or whatever, just because of reading this one book. When you read books such as uh, Jordan Peterson, who's a Ben Shapiro, these are quite uh, intellectual sort of guys across the world, when they use words, a lot of the time it doesn't make sense. So that's, that's when you bring out your phone and you Google it or your dictionary and you get to know and understand how certain words can be used in certain contexts. So it's incredibly helpful and useful in that way. Fifth thing is it helps your analytical skills. So if you're reading a book, um, say, say it's, a, it's a fiction. So you're remembering the plot, you're remembering the characters, the backgrounds, the histories. What this allows you to do is, is use your memory and use your analytical skills to understand a situation. Now, you can take that into the real world. So when someone's giving you a, a problem, an issue, a complaint, you can pick all the information, receive it all, untangle it, and try and come out of that situation with a lot more clarity. So there's been many, many times where people have come to, come to me with problems and I've looked at it. In my mind, I'm going, this is so easy to solve. This isn't a problem. This is, you know, it's like staring me in the face. I've got 10 seconds I can sort this. But to that person, it is a big issue. Now, I'm not saying it's because I'm clever and they're not. I'm not saying that in any way, shape or form. But what I'm saying is because I read so much, what to other people may appear to be a problem, to me, I do believe my analytical, analytical skills have improved a lot. Now, a lot of my degrees do, or when I've studied, you know, past um, in the last couple of years, they have included analytical skills modules or ways that I have to improve my analytical skills. So I'm not putting it solely down to reading, but I think a large part and a large portion of it is down to the, the amount of reading I do. The sixth thing is, and, and this sort of stands to reason, is it really does improve your focus and your concentration. So if you read for a long period of time and you're really into a book and you know there's a lot of things going around you or, or people coming in and out of the room or your kids or your family or whatever, this can help you focus on one particular thing. 
Now, how does that help? Well, using it as a sporting analogy, if I want to get better at taking penalties in football, then I've got to take penalties. Right? It's going to improve my accuracy. It's going to improve um, my ability to kick the ball, um, where to kick it in the net. It's going to improve all aspects. And ultimately, I'm going to be a better penalty taker. Now, taking the reading aspect of it. If I'm reading and I'm concentrating and I'm focusing on one book and I'm just ignoring everything else or I'm putting myself into a situation where I'm on my own, I've gone to my office, I've gone external, I've, got, I've gone somewhere, a coffee shop when, when COVID's all over and I'm sitting down and I'm concentrating. Well, surely having the ability to concentrate for an hour, two hours, possibly three hours at a time, reading a book will transfer very easily into when you're doing a strategy or when you're focusing at work or when you're having an interview or when you're in a long meeting the length of time that you can focus and concentrate on will be enhanced if you're reading books and if you're being focused and you are concentrating on that book and the seventh thing is it will all transfer to writing and email skills so it's a little bit like the um uh, the vocabulary expansion you know from a from a, a verbal perspective you're going to understand and be able to speak well and better you're going to understand words and, and know when to put them in context. But that also focuses on, on writing and emails. And because of the lack of face-to-face -face contact, we're doing a lot of Zoom meetings, but we're also writing a lot more emails now. So having that ability to come across as a bit more of a critical thinker, come across better in terms of your writing skills and your email skills, will only stand you in good stead. So those are my seven benefits of reading. Now I just want to quickly talk to you about how do you get to read? Because as I said at the beginning of the podcast, if you choose not to read or you choose to prioritise something else more, then you're never going to get that, that quiet time to read a book. You're going to find every excuse. I've got to get up and make the kids breakfast. I've got to walk the dog. I've got an email to write. I've got a report to finish. I've got a phone call to take. There's a Zoom meeting coming in. So this is where your diary management comes in. And again, it's not diary management. There's no such thing as time management either. It's all down to choice management. What do you prioritise more than reading? If it is literally everything, then do not be surprised when you don't get to read any books. So you have to put time aside. Just start off with 15 minutes. If, you've never, if you don't read very often and you haven't read a book for years and years and years, start off with 15 minutes. Pick up something that interests you. Don't pick up a business book. If you're into your golf, pick up a famous golfer's book, rugby, fashion, business if you like that, whatever it is. Pick up something that interests you, that you'd like to know about. Oh, that's an interesting character. I'd like to know how he improved his golf swing or, or she's a really good fashion designer, how she built up a multi-billion pound global empire. Whatever it is that interests you, just pick up that book. Don't put a time frame on it. Never do that because if you don't hit that time frame, then you're like, well, what's the point? And it's a bit of a negative emotional anchor. 20 minutes a day, just start off on that. Just find a quiet time, the best time of the day. Block it in your diary put your mobile phone on silence put your phone on uh, do not disturb uh, emails off facebook twitter you name it everything off and just read tell your staff not to come in if you're working from home even better then no nobody hopefully should disturb you but just read and just read because you enjoy it now there's a difference between reading books and audible now I i'm not putting down any sort of audible type of books because i do listen to them but i find that i retain the information a lot better when I read, there have been studies shown again to show that your focus and concentration is a lot higher when you're reading physical books than when you're listening. Because the majority of people, when they listen to books, they are doing something else. Maybe they're driving, maybe they're having a brief conversation, they're thinking about something else. 
And I certainly know, and I know it's anecdotal, but it's it's my experience, is that when I used to drive, you know, to Manchester or when I'd see a client or whatever it was or whatever, two hours, an hour and a half, I'd come off that and I'd be like, what have I listened to? I genuinely couldn't remember half the... In fact, sometimes I didn't even realise I was listening to a book, thought it was a radio, because I was thinking about other things. But if you're physically reading a book, you bring the more you retain information is when you, you bring more physical senses into it. So feeling, smelling, listening, visual, you know, all that all that sort of stuff. When it's auditory, it's literally just you're just listening to it and that's it. You don't feel it. So the more senses you bring into something, the more you are likely to remember it. That works for me. Um, also listening to it on 1.25 speed, that's what I listen to it at. I have been told, a report I read many, many moons ago now, that once you get past 1.5, and it, det- it, it is determined by the accent of the person um, speaking, the content, the quality of the speaking, how fast they speak anyway, your previous knowledge of the, the subject, which will determine how quickly you take it in. There's a lot of, of parameters, if you like, but once it gets to generally 1.5 times speed, your retention falls off a cliff because he is speaking faster then what your brain can allow you to not only listen to the information, but retain it, understand it, put it into some context, and then then you know lock it in the back of your brain for it to be used at some other point. So 1.25 for me is the ultimate speed to listen to. But I never listen to a book on Audible. This is, again, my personal opinion, where I really, really, really want to listen to it and get some good nuggets out of it. It's probably something... A saying, a good saying, I was told a few years ago, it's chewing gum for the ears. So when you're listening to something, you just can just chew gum and just listen to it and just drift off. And that's what what Audible is is for me. It'd be good to get your thoughts on this, guys. So you know, on the various platforms, just um, let me know what you feel. I know a lot of people are massive fans of Audible, and again, I'm not putting Audible down. I'm just saying this is this is what works for me uh, and what doesn't. So those are my seven tips why you should read more. Also, how to fit uh, reading into your diary. You've just got to make the effort, guys. Um, but trust me, you start reading, do it well, do it consistently. It will definitely, definitely give you some crazy, crazy benefits for you, your business, and definitely your social skills. So I hope you've enjoyed that episode, and we'll see you next time on Leadership Revealed. 